0: Hey friends of the Tennis and Bagels podcast my name is Andre and I'm here with Owen and Vansh and the Australian Open starts tomorrow finally. Um, Maybe not for everybody who is in Australia right now and uh, Djokovic might not play still. Uh, We are delaying our um, ATP draws uh, preview of that for that particular reason. I mean he's world number one if he was just like a World number 50 or something, maybe we would still do it. But Novak Djokovic uh, has won it nine times. And if he plays or not, actually is a big deal uh, for previews and picks and anything. So we are just going to wait a little bit. Um, So today is just going to be a WTA. And whatever happens to Djokovic happens, uh, get vaccinated and uh, stay safe and stay home um, and social distance. COVID-19 is still real. <laughs> so how are you guys doing?
1: Uh, doing okay. I mean, this the Djokovic controversy is not making it easy to be on Twitter, but trying to just tell myself that the Australian Open starts in 36 hours or something like that um, mm-hmm. and waiting for that.
3: Yeah, same. I'm just waiting to see what happens, uh, yeah. what conclusion comes out of this whole thing. And hopefully it just comes to an end soon. We get an outcome. Can yeah. we just start talking about tennis? Seriously? Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, th- Actually, this no. feels like Isner Mahut or something, where like by the end, it's like, I don't care who wins. I just want someone <laughs> to win so we can move on to other and better things. Yeah.
0: It's like, it, it, it is almost a good comparison, too, because it's, at the end of that match, you're just like, man, I don't care. This man is suffering so hard. <laughs> right. I just want this match to finish for the sake of both of them. Of course, Mahut um, was very depressed. Apparently, he wrote in, in his book that was depressed for like six months after
1: that oh, loss. Oh, no. I mean, that yeah. that's such a shame, too, because um, yeah. Isner got destroyed in the next round. Like, I it know. wasn't an important match. Like, <laughs> I think as soon as it went past, like, 10-all or something, whoever yeah. won was going to be screwed anyway. Poor guy.
3: Yeah. Um, unlike Isner,
1: he's unproblematic. So.
3: Hopefully, this is the fifth set time break.
1: Yeah. No, mm-hmm. It was right. A 12-all. Right.
0: Yeah. Man, I, I was gonna say, oh yeah, I was just I just remember. Um, this is gonna be a brutal two weeks for me, probably at least the first one, because um we have Canadians everywhere in the draw, and uh, as the listeners might know, I do social media. If you if you follow Tennis Canada, I'm the one putting up all the gifts and templates and stuff. Um, like ninety percent of the tweets are I am doing them, so. The Australian Open has decided to place Canadians in both sides of the draw, so I'll be up all night pretty much every day for the next week. If they go decide to break every possible expectations and do Alayla Fernandez and reach the final, I will be dead by February, so...
1: Andre, you need to message Craig Tiley, get him to rake the draws for you so you can get some sleep. Yeah, I can you
0: at least put every single Canadian in the same side of the draw? Right, and then you <laughs> Actually, can- Actually, like, never mind though, because then, yeah, that, that's not good. Last year we had like, Felix and Dennis in the third round and that sucked,
1: <laughs> so yeah.
3: True. I guess this is a good time to plug to, plug to our listeners to follow Tennis Canada on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, like all uh, tennis the,
1: Canada. That blue check 50,000 followers that is Andre Rolenberg, our fearless yeah. uh fearless leader, founder. Uh go follow them. <laughs> go follow Andre. Yeah. Uh it'll be the best decision of your life. Yeah. And
0: if you're undecided with whether you should follow me, like you can just at least follow Tennis and Bagels cuz he has the touch of uh, Owen and Vunch as well. So uh yeah. I'd be very happy if you did. So anyways, are you guys ready to start WTA uh, the least problematic if <laughs> than his face right now so uh i am so ready <laughs> yeah let's cool. do it yeah uh matches that's, that come up to your mind like how do you guys want to do it like i'm pretty sure we're not going to be doing like every quarter every match because who has time <laughs> for that so right. yeah i'm
3: going to start with the Barty um content. <laughs> sure just the top half like, nice yeah i i mean so we do obviously see uh there's quite a bit of really good matchups um, because Osaka is uh, the 13th seed. Yeah. And she and Bardi could meet in the fourth round That's, but to get there. Yeah. Like Osaka has so many difficult opponents. She has yeah. to beat, you know, from even her first round, Camilio Osario Serrano is like not an easy opponent. Mm-hmm. She's she's pretty good. She won a title last year at the very end of the year. Um, she's young and she has she doesn't have much to lose. Then there's um, Diana Yastremska, who's a really big hitter. Um, but I feel like those two are those two are a pretty safe bet that if Osaka's in the right mindset and she's playing some her best tennis because she is the best uh, on yeah. a hard court, like at mm-hmm. her best. So I I like her to get to the third round. But then um, she could possibly meet Benčić and or Inesimova. Mm-hmm. Uh, samova won a title last week, and Benčić matches up really well against Osaka, and she's won a gold medal and she's pretty confident right now so Mm
0: -hmm. although her
1: grand slam record isn't the ultimate best Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but yeah yeah but but it's also we also know that osaka tends to be more vulnerable in the early rounds than the late rounds yeah um if like kind of an on-fire opponent can um play her in an early round before osaka really has time to settle and find her confidence in her rhythm so it almost feels like that third rounder could be more of a pitfall than like a quarterfinal or a semifinal if she eventually gets through yeah. Ashbardi in the fourth round.
0: Yeah. But do you guys, what do you guys think? Is it a good thing or a bad thing that we might have uh, if we end up having Ashbardi versus Osaka in the fourth round? Because it was something that we wanted to see a match between those yeah. two. <laughs> but we kind of were dreaming for a final, or at least a semi. <laughs> yeah, I, yes I was I know, laughing right? about
3: that. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing because we we love that matchup. Uh, they played once in 2019. We just thought they would meet so many more times and it just hasn't quite panned out that way because of the way they've scheduled themselves or, uh, you know, where they've ended up in the draw. So from that standpoint, it'd be really nice to have a competitive hard court match between those two because, you know, Bardi is like a world deserving number one and Osaka is the best yeah. on the hard court when she's yeah. at her best but then you also wish that it was later on in the tournament and not in the fourth round. Cause yeah. we, we really wanted to see like a final or a semi between them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I'm honestly not too fussed about it being in the fourth round. I think the matchup mm-hmm. is so enticing, arguably the most enticing matchup in this entire draw. So I think if we get it at all, it's a win. I think yeah. if it happens, the winner will deserve to win the tournament. And if someone else goes on to beat the winner of that matchup, then she'll deserve it even more. So, um, so I don't really see a, yeah. like a lose, a losing scenario. If this matchup does happen. Yeah. I think it would be good for Barty if
0: she wins against Osaka cuz that might give her the, the the final boost that she needs of confidence to to go on and win the tournament. Yeah. Finally, I, I mean but, th- yeah.
1: Th- that would also like give her a pretty good argument that she's the best on any surface. Uh if she beats Osaka yeah. on a hard court yeah. like that would be incredible.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean depending right. on Osaka how Osaka plays cuz if she's not doing mm-hmm. well then it's a different story but yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean just a little concerned for her in the third round against Bencic, because I mean, Bencic, mm-hmm. I mean, she's only made one major semifinal, but she has a very good record against like top players and majors, like mm-hmm. without going on and winning them. But she's, uh, she's made like two, two or three quarters in a yeah. semi and um, yeah, she's, she's kind of tricky because yeah. she takes the ball really early and she's. Yeah.
1: yeah And Enes, Enesimova is a similarly huge hitter. So it feels like um whichever of them Osaka ends up playing in the third round, if she makes it there it's just going to be like a heavyweight clash, and not one that
3: mm-hmm.
1: will be really easy to win comfortably.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we think we get that uh, in the fourth round?
1: I think so.
0: But I would just say, I think Anisimova is going to be benchage in in that
1: second round. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm going to be optimistic and say yes as well. I feel like both of them, I mean, we know Osaka takes things round by round, but I think both of them are going to be incredibly motivated. You know, Osaka is the defending champion. Barty is the world number one. This is her home slam, slam event. Um, so I think both of them are really, really going to want to win. And so from that standpoint, I would be surprised if either of them lost early. Or lost to anything less than, like, a really god-mode performance from someone.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Anis Mova has a good good shot at beating uh, beating benches with the form that she's in right now. Like, with the title. For sure. You know, with Darren Cahill mm-hmm. in the corner and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I think I think we should we will get that match. I think we'll have um, Osaka. That's some fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Imagine if we get a uh, an Asmova final. I think Halup's on the other side of the draw, and then uh, then, then Darren, Darren Cahill the would be commentating weekend. that. Oh my oh, yeah. goodness! Would he <laughs> commentate nice. on a match of a player that he is coaching? Does has... he, he he's done it before? Yeah. Okay. I mean I I mean like people shouldn't do that. I remember um yeah, John McEnroe commentated the Wimbledon final know. with Raonic. It's like uh, your it's just, your motivations are so obviously compromised. Um, so it just shouldn't happen. But, but. At least
0: if it's Howard versus Anissimova, you'd have kind of biased um, for those two players instead of like against any, so I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a game. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Tricky
3: situation. Like I, I know Paul and Like he's on, on tennis channel, yeah. you because know, like Fritz is always playing, and sometimes he's ends up commentating. Like it's just just happens. Oh,
0: <laughs> I think I think. <laughs> I don't know if it was him on the on the commentators' booth in the ATP Cup, but he sucked to watch him against uh, Felix Ogieliasim because he was speaking of like Fritz as if he was like world number five at this point in his career. Oh, I, I remember <laughs> that. A, yeah, it was like, dude, are you, you have got to be kidding me! He, he choked so hard on the tiebreaker. <laughs> And you keep talking to him as if it's gonna be the little next oh, Right, big yeah, thing. yeah. This
3: like, was a six-two or something, and then yeah, he one six points. He double
1: faulted and he just couldn't get, get himself together. He did yes, win the match, but that's a drink right there. Yeah, yeah but, but, but that's exactly why it shouldn't happen because you're either yeah. gonna be like talking up your player so much that it's not unbiased, or you're gonna be like trashing your player, which probably oh, yeah. sucks for the player. Yeah, <laughs> so it would, it's just it, no it, one <laughs> wins.
0: It probably would suck for the comment, the the coach, because they would probably lose their job after this. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you see any roadblocks for Barty potentially to get to the fourth round? I mean, I, the first two rounds don't seem that bad. I yeah. Really. I,
1: Not really. I, I don't think so. I mean, um, she has Georgie. she has had losses like that one to uh Rogers at the U.S. Open that show that like she's mortal. But I mean, looking at the draw, I don't see yeah. that being a problem. I think Georgie, she has so much power, but she can also be so erratic. I think Barty yeah. will be more than solid enough to put her away if that matchup happens.
0: Yeah, I think I think Georgie is gonna struggle because Barty is an excellent mover, uh, and Georgie is too. But like, if uh, if a player can defend against Georgie, it can become ugly for for her. Yeah, and plus the slice is not gonna. Make Georgie happy.
1: Yeah, and, and Barty can outserve her. And I think like uh during her service games in particular, um, maintain the offensive most of the time. Um, another mm-hmm. name that jumps out to me in this upper section is uh Lauren Davis. I mean, I'm not sure how her form has been recently, but um in 2018 she had a really good run at the Australian Open, almost beat Simona halep in a marathon in the third round. Um, and her her peak level is really, really high. So I think if if she can find that, she can definitely make some noise in that section.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. i see yeah yeah so but think another thing um, about it uh, yeah another thing about the. Fourth. Fourth. sorry sorry i'm sorry my voice was was cutting off you can go ahead
0: oh no i was just saying uh i think that uh the 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 shabby rogers was a little bit of an anomaly for Barty in a way because it was at the end of the year and she was already like showing signs of being tired and i think that was the last match that she played right uh in twenty twenty one.
3: Yeah, she hasn't played since the US Open. Yeah. So she's she's she got that time off so, and then she's yeah. fresh off the title and uh yeah. Adelaide.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be harder than that to take her out like in an early yeah. earlier round. So I think if she's going out, she's going to go out to Osaka.
1: Gotcha. So yeah. so do we all think it's gonna be Osaka and Bardi then? Which probably yeah. means we'll end up with a George Andy Stromska and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yep. This is exactly how it did how he happened in the in montreal last year so that's exactly what's going <laughs> to yeah. happen i,
4: I, I think saw there'll be the
3: some word. chaos but yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. this section there's usually one or two sections in australia especially in australia i feel like it's the most um because players are like fresh and they're coming off a mm-hmm. consistent part of the year or yeah. success the year before i feel like it's uh, it usually can continue on like yeah. we're seeing that with um kuchikova kontovate and so yeah so yeah
1: yeah, it, it feels like of any awesome major, th- this would be the one that would hold to seeding the most. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe Wimbledon, because um, there are so few grass specialists now. But yeah, yeah it does feel like um, the top seeds will do pretty well here. Yeah.
0: Oh, another thing about uh, if Bardi and Osaka meet, I think <laughs> it could be a really good match. But how good must it be to top Contave um, Kritikova <laughs> this week? Oh my oh, god, yes.
1: that, that was <laughs> insane just like um, yeah uh, yeah i mean when uh when contemplate hit those two backhand winners um at six four and six five down uh match points to get to six all i was like i mean that's surely going to be the decisive passage yeah. of play and then the tiebreak went on for another, like 14 points <laughs> couldn't yeah. believe what i was watching no it was like 14 12 at the end yeah ridiculous tiebreak. yeah, tie yeah. <sighs> and, like they're both playing so well too like even on the match point um Contivate had a shot that like barely missed the baseline. It's like neither of them were really faltering. It's like yeah. winners are forced errors on every point. Yeah. yeah. Super yeah. good. I should do a podcast just about that match. Yeah. And uh yeah. and we'll we'll get to them soon in the draw as well. Yes. Um yes. We so shall. this this second section is uh headlined by uh Maria Sakkari, fifth seed, and on stripper, ninth seed. Um, do we see them meeting in the fourth round or are there players here that can mix that up?
0: Hmm. Uh, sasnovich
3: sasnovich is tricky yeah she has variety um yeah. but oh yeah jabbar is an interesting one because she uh yeah. she played uh Contivate this week and then she had to retire from yeah. the injury. Yeah, and then she missed a lot of um at the end of last year after indian Wells, she didn't she couldn't qualify for the WTA finals i i really hope she's healthy because yeah and like she's one of them she's one of my favorite players to watch
1: i mean i think the fact that she's still in the draw says a lot um i mean sasnovich is a really interesting player because she returns incredibly well so she's gonna break her opponent a lot but at the same time um she doesn't play that many points on her racket because um she's more consistent than powerful doesn't have a huge serve um so while she's definitely capable of upsets um i don't really see her winning this section but it will be interesting Mm -hmm. to see if she plays soccer in the second round because that's not someone you want to play in the second round yeah probably
3: yeah, I think two players in this that are pretty kind of underrated is like um, Bernarda Pereira and Alexandrova. Yeah. Those two are like you know they're always uh, they're always tricky like to to get to beat in the first couple of rounds. It's mm. like like Bernardo Pereira is like a tricky lefty. She's she can make matches pretty physical.
1: Yeah, she can she beat was,
3: some top uh, players every now and then.
1: She was up a set um, against Anna Samova. She was completely yeah. rolling her. I was just amazed at the quality of her backhand uh, in that set. And Anna Samova came back to win, but it shows that Paro is definitely capable of um, taking down top
3: players. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I think for Jabora, like the just trying to like make sense of this for here. Yeah, I think if she has to be um, scary about an opponent, like where wary of her is Jessica Pegula. Yeah, could then definitely like take her out. I think in round three. I think
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't see Jabora losing in the first two rounds if she's healthy. Um yeah. but against Pagulo in the third round, that could definitely be tricky. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I could see it against Pagulo or Alexandrova yeah. uh, in the third round. But yeah, I th- I feel pretty confident about Sakari getting to the quarterfinals. Yeah.
1: yeah. So the quarterfinals. Uh, okay. So um so like you holding think holding so. her
3: seed. Holding her seed because she's the fifth seed. Right. So, yeah.
1: Um so you think she'll beat Jabour or uh
3: Pagula? Uh yeah, I think so. Um mm-hmm. yeah, she's just been so so consistent in getting to these yeah. uh just and she final. usually plays um, she usually plays like a really physical match either yeah. the third or fourth yeah. round, yeah. and she's yeah.
1: yeah. I mean that that match against Andreska with the US Open was wild. I mean in the last right. few games. It was such a visible struggle for Andrascu to stay in points, um, mm-hmm. and and by the end she was just completely gone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I I think. Um, I mean, again, this is a big if because we don't know how fit Jabour is going to be. But I think I think a peaking Jabour would beat Sakary. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. I think a peaking Jabour would. I, I just worry that like it'll get so physical that uh, you know at some point Jabour might
4: mm, yeah. might
3: struggle to keep up because she's she yeah. has been a little bit more injury prone last year, especially yeah. with. Um, I think
0: if if Jabor is is this week. I think it's, if Jabour is speaking like her ceiling is higher than Sakari's, yeah. yeah. So, but it will depend, I guess, uh, if if Jabour is making her shots, if uh, and if Sakari isn't getting frustrated to stay in points and like keeping the ball back in play because she can definitely do that for for hours and hours. Yeah, um, the Andresco match is a clear example of that. But cool. yeah, like, it's it's tough to pick be, pick between these two. Um, consistency wise, I would say probably Zachary is my favorite to go through. And right. I think her ranking kind of reflects that. But it, it, who knows? Like, I think Jabber could actually surpass like all expectations and make it into the corridors as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I really hope we get this matchup because that would be another dream fourth rounder, like the fifth yeah. seed and the ninth seed, two players who had such exceptional years last year, who are kind of right on the cusp of like breaking through to win a major or make a major final um, both with their peak levels so high. I mean, Sakari has become one of the best servers on tour and Jabor with her power and variety uh, can just blow anyone away as we saw against uh, Shfiontek at Wimbledon last year. So, um, so yeah, um, all fingers crossed that Jabor is healthy um, yeah. and that we get this in the fourth round.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, and agree.
0: then
1: before we, uh, yeah yeah. Before
3: yeah, get I, to, I have one in uh, five meeting in the quarters. It's talking me, but like, I'm going to talk on this section. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's interesting, right? Like how, how, how much, how many times do we, do we, do we feel so confident now? Like, I feel like the WTA is kind of getting to a level of consistency in how their players are performing like mm. day in, day out, not necessarily that one are like that much better than the other, but
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. um, I, I think everyone is still upset prone at like yeah. big tournaments just because of the astonishing depth of the field. But I think the top players really have like established a line of consistency recently, uh, which has been really impressive to see. Yeah. I mean, we had a uh, Contivade and uh Krajikova that absolute classic. Um and then bedosa and uh Krajikova played a really good close final as well. Um is mm. another high seed. So yeah, I'm I and I think things will be really, really exciting. I mean even if they don't, but if the seeds hold, um yeah. we're gonna get a ton of amazing matches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah before we call a uh, winner of the quarterfinals into the semis we can move on to the next uh, section yeah yeah
3: do you guys also have that though um party sakuri
0: yeah i
3: think
4: yeah.
0: so yeah
3: all right yeah hopefully we'll disagree a little more <laughs>
0: <laughs> um this, this sounds like atp drop preview
3: <laughs>
1: yeah i mean um so, so this section is another really interesting one because first and foremost we've got sarah sariba sorma 30 second seed in here um, but um, we also have fourth-seed Krajikova and um, eighth-seed Bedosá, who just won a tournament. Yeah. Um, I think this is one of the most sacked sections in the draw. You've got yeah. a first-rounder yes. between Kennan and Keys. Uh, you have a first-rounder between Svitolina and Fiona Farrow, who's unseated but is capable of upsets for sure. Azarenka yeah. is in the section. Ostapenko is in the section. Uh, you have Allison Risk. Um, yeah, I think they're Coco Goff. I think there are a ton of potential uh, tripwires for the top seats.
3: Yeah, I would agree. I actually yeah. have well, my dark horse in this section. This is Victoria Azarenko.
0: Yeah, yeah, actually, excellent, Cause, excellent cause pick.
3: I, I think she lost uh, a close match to Sviantek in Adelaide, mm. and she's looked really good. Indian Wells final last year. Nick finished her season pretty strong, um, mm. and then like Svitolina is the seed, and Svitolina recently hasn't been in great form, and she's usually prone to hitting a really good player in the early rounds of a major and then just not quite having the peak level to mm-hmm. to come up with a win.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure if this is biased just because Azarenka's won majors before, but to me, she feels like a legitimate threat to win the title, whereas um, Spitalina mm-hmm. and Goff and Kennan, to me, don't quite feel like they're there yet.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think um yeah i think azarenka could make it past vitolina i think Vitalina tends to not play as aggressive as she should in in majors and ends up losing close matches or matches that she should win because i don't know if it's like nerves or the, the pressure of being in a grand slam that just kind of changes your mentality mm-hmm. but she hasn't really performed very well like in. In virtue of her ranking, you can see that she, her level kind of job hasn't been as consistent last year either. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, more I think,
3: yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Well, although know uh, was quite good at the US Open. Um, TBSS Fernandez was, was really, really That was close. her best major last year. Yeah. She, was, yeah.
3: she was phenomenal, actually. She beat help in straight yeah. sets. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, that that was really impressive because a lot of those rallies were really physical and Svitolina yeah. totally outplayed her.
3: Yeah.
1: And it depends
0: if if Azarenka gets to play the same level same level as she did at um, the US Open I think two two years ago or uh Indian Wells last year I think she's got a pretty good shot at um making it far into this tournament when it was maybe even winning.
1: Yeah. I mean um th- this won't surprise you guys but one of the most exciting um prospective matches in this section is uh, a third rounder between Bedosa and Sorribes Tormo. Um, because Bedosa is like a very offensive player. Um, but she also doesn't go for too much. She's quite consistent. And so the idea of Suribus Tormo trying to defend against that, um, I think it'd be a very physical match. Um, yeah. th- they're friends. So I think that could be an interesting dynamic. Um, and I-, I think that could be a marathon. So I'm rooting for that to happen.
0: Yeah. I was gonna ask about Suribus Tormo in a sense, uh, because well, she did play incredibly well in Wimbledon at Wimbledon, which is yeah. interesting. Um out of a player that plays incredibly physically and playing a third round in Buden is when the courts are normally faster. Uh, you can you know that she has the potential to do well like on hard courts as well. I think yeah. she her only title is on
1: the hard court also. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Guadalajara. F- forgot. She. Yeah, right. She beat uh, a in the final. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sariba Stormo won't get tired, but her her struggle is kind of similar to Sasnovich's It's like she can, mm-hmm. in theory, she could take out anyone, but I don't see her like. Scoring back-to-back upsets, like since sure. every match is kind of going to be on her opponent's racket, it'd be surprising to see her go too deep. I think she can absolutely hold her seed and make it to the third round, um, but I don't really see her beating Bedosa. Yeah,
3: yeah, I actually have her losing to Kostiuk in the second okay. round, and then I have Kostiuk Bedosa.
1: Okay, well, I I disagree with you on that, Vaughn. I think <laughs> okay. I, I, I think okay. he'll beat Kostyuk. so th- 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 there's a disagreement disagree. for us.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad we disagree on something. That's, that's would <laughs> be um, interesting
0: if Tomljanovic actually pulls off the the upset of the short, of the the first week by taking out doza in the first round.
1: Oh, that yeah, that, I mean that's a brutal first rounder. Yeah, um, it's a
0: it's a it's a tough one because Tomljanovic hasn't necessarily been the has has not the best history in in, in in the WTA right now, she hasn't really managed to like get too too many matches, but I think last half of last year she has been very
1: consistent in general. Yeah. So
3: yeah. we're in the quarterfinals. So yeah. that was, Yeah, I, was I mean great. I was
1: I was surprised to see her unseated. That's definitely not a first rounder you want. Um yeah. w- what do we think is gonna happen with uh Sophia Cannon? Uh first of all, does she get back past keys in the opening round?
3: Hmm. Yeah, this is the one I'm... Hmm. Really thinking hard about, because we've seen yeah. really great uh, lead-ups from Madison Keys before. Uh, mm-hmm. The one I look back on is 2019 Cincinnati, where she really uh, got herself back in the top 10, was looking like a really big force, was playing her power game. And then she um, she actually beat Cannon in the third round of the US Open, and then she lost to Spitalina which is Spitalina's only top 10 win in the major um, in the fourth round. Uh, and then I think in 2020... Australian Open, she lost somewhere in the third or fourth round, and she got to the final of the tournament before. So we've seen these kind of things before. I don't know if this will necessarily translate. I mean, she had a great week, um, but Alison Risk is uh, is an easier opponent than uh, Sofia Kennan, I would say. So it'd be interesting to see if she can do this. I mean, Kennan, I don't, I'm not sure where she's. She had she played three matches the week before, and she lost to Barty that was the match we were talking about where party had 17 aces in the quarters i guess that's a pretty decent that's not a bad result against party um and then this week i think she lost to kazakino uh, which is also a tricky opponent but
0: yeah i think i think for me is like i haven't seen much of kenan as lately. Yeah. she was out for a long time last year yeah so i kind of lost touch with like how well she's playing or how, where is she, where is her confidence she she got back with the in a partnership with her dad, I think, for coaching. Um yeah. So that's that could be good for her, but Keys just won a tournament. Um yeah. and I don't know.
3: Yeah, I do think Kenan yeah. will get her game back, but I, I just think yeah, maybe yeah. Keys right now is just too big of a force yeah. to open up against. So I think I, think, I have yes. Keys getting through. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. I would say Keys gets through as well. I think it could be like a three setter, but yeah. I think Keys guys through.
3: Got it.
4: Yeah. Actually I think Kenan
3: would like it to go like it to really be a scrap. And would really love to extend those rallies to get keys mm-hmm. to overplay um, in big moments. That would be yeah. our game plan. I would say. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, I see the winner of Krajikova and Azarenka in the fourth round, um, mm-hmm. w- winning this section. I do. Or too. in the third round? No, fourth round. Um, yeah, I think I think Bidoso will win the bottom half of this section, and then either Krajikova or Azarenka will beat her.
3: Mm. That's a good pick. Oh, the other name that I thought of in this section is Coco Goff. Yeah, um, and she's been hitting her forehand a lot better uh, to start off this season, and that's usually the that's like the one shot for her right now. That's a little bit behind where the rest of her game is at.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and she she played a really tight match against Keys. It was it really could have gone either way. It was seven five in the third. Yeah, um, and they could meet each other again in the third round. It looks like.
1: Yeah, I so, I see um I see golf beating keys but losing a close one to Bedosa.
3: That's yeah. what I have as well. I have Bedosa getting through to the quarters and then actually beating the whoever the winner of Krichikova, Uh draw is pretty pretty doable until Azarenka. I, yeah. I would say. I mean, Petkovic yeah. tricky, but she'll get through that. Um, yeah, Ostapenko is yeah. like the X factor in this section, but yeah, I actually geez. have like I could see like Vekic beating uh, Ostapenko.
4: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of feels just, like once Krajikova gets to the um, fourth round, like every match from there is going to be uh, like a toss up. Um, right. L- l- like on on um, seeding, she'd be favored to win them, but yeah. it still feels like they could go either way. Like I think Goff could absolutely win this section as well. Yeah.
3: Okay. I'm going to have an upset. I'm going to say uh, Azarenko beats Krijikova.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm going to yeah, be conservative okay. here just because I feel like Krijiko has been. Solid last week enough for me yeah. to believe that she believes that she can do something in the Australian Open. So I think she's gonna make it into the quarters. Um the quarters, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm gonna say the same actually, thing. I feel I feel like she's been quite steady. Um yeah. and like like it won't surprise me if someone else wins this, but I feel like yeah. she's still the safest spot.
0: Yeah.
1: And I think I would pick Goff
0: to go into the quarters as well, facing Krishikova in the quarters. I think she beats Pedosa their... in the in the quarters, yeah. And in the quarters okay. were in the fourth round, yeah.
1: Got it. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna say it's gonna be Krajikova and Bedosa. Um and Krajikova wins.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Another
0: another seeds holding.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I have um Azarenko Bedosa rematch of Indian Wells Final.
1: I, I would love that. That would be, that would be amazing. Because yeah. I was just thinking about that match. I was I know mean, it's was the second best match of the year. You, you you guys know which one I think was better. Um but yeah. it was amazing to watch. They actually, played,
3: they actually played in the first round of uh, Adelaide and this time it was a blowout, it was 6-3, 6-2 for Bedosa oh that's right i remember that yeah i I think something similar will happen again if they play like i really feel like bedosa is really getting close to winning a major like she's yeah
1: i I mean and she's come up on it quite quickly like she's improved so fast in such a short time Mm. and um there there just isn't a
3: weakness in her game yeah Um, i
1: i I had actually forgotten about that rematch with azarenka i mean that's quite the emphatic follow-up so yeah i think she would definitely be favored if
3: if they played again i would say uh
0: It depends on how Bedosa sees herself, like in majors, because it it depends. Like, for example, we have Isvitalina, who has won so many big titles and hasn't really come that close to winning a major. Is Bedosa going to follow into the same path? I don't know. Maybe, but maybe if she can still keep herself being aggressive and picking big targets, I think she and not like overplaying. I think she she's got the game.
3: Right, and her matches this week weren't too physical. I mean, Krajikova had the physical one against Conteva and a physical one against. Fidosa. And then I'm not sure if she's in the doubles draw, so that's the other right. um, mm. thing as well because she's so dedicated to doubles. So yeah. I, I just you know, and then physically, uh, I'm gonna have more concerns about Krajikova than I do.
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. But but at the same time, like Krajikova did play like the entire singles and doubles draw at Roland Garros last year, and she played mixed, right. and it still took her all the way until the U.S. Open to kind of fade physically. um So I feel like at, at the start of the year, even though she's just had this tough tournament, I feel like she'll be fine. Yeah.
0: So, um, we have should we move so on far? to the next section. Yeah. In the quarterfinals, now we have Sakari uh, for all of us. I think we got Sakari and Barty. And then yeah. the second quarter, we got different players. Got yeah. Goff and Kritikova. Owen got Bidosa and Kritikova. And Vansh, who'd you pick?
3: Azarenka and Bedosa. Azarenka Bedosa, Yeah.
0: Cool. Disagreement. There yeah. you go.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> um, all right. So, this next section, um, seeds are. Uh Contavate sixth and uh Rabakina twelfth. Um Oof. and b- both of these are informed players as well. So
3: Man, yeah, Contivate is uh Contivate? I think she's a
1: clear favorite for this yeah, section. to I, be. I, I was just about to say, I don't think I can bet against her. Like yeah. that I mean, sure she lost to Krajikova, but like that was I mean, she she destroyed Krajikova in that first set. Like it was it was amazing. Yeah. Um it's like she was hitting winners off of balls that didn't even yeah. look like like floaters it was like neutral ball and she just hit a winner and then she went on to lose the match but she had match points i think like six of them um and it it didn't really feel like she choked it just felt like she lost a really really close match to a slightly steadier player um so yeah i feel like if um i don't think that's gonna get in her head i mean she was joking on social media about (laughs) it like minutes after which was hilarious and amazing um so yeah i feel like she's gonna come out of this yeah.
3: Interesting, yeah I I, I I do think like her level is really sky high And she could just keep it going Her draw isn't the easiest though I mean, she has yeah. Siniakova in the first round Not an easy opponent
4: mm-hmm. And she
3: has potentially Clara Tossin, Who's mm-hmm. a really good young player yeah. And then Shelby Rogers Is actually who beat her last year At the Australian Open She was the only player outside of the top 50 To be going to contribute the whole year So, I mean, I mean, Shelby Rogers Has always been tricky um, yeah. In hardcore majors, recently she's been, yeah. she's been really uh, getting to the second weeks, uh, but I don't see her beating Contivate again. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think um, this, this is a different Contivate than we had
1: this time. Yeah, last exactly.
0: Year. I was gonna say like she wasn't in the crazy winning streak that she put up like last right. year.
4: Yeah, I, I, mean, I think Kova is start.
0: interesting too. I don't think it's gonna go into the third set. Um, maybe Kova might give give her some tips um, on how to play, but. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I still don't see it. Um, Contavate losing, I i really don't see her losing before anything, anything before quarters or semis, like for yeah. Contavate at this point. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Same. Um, who do we think is gonna come out of the bottom half of the section? Um, I'm kind of intrigued by a potential second rounder between um, Robakina and Golubic. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm really interested in because I saw in- Golubic mm-hmm. playing Halep, um at the Melbourne tournament. And um and the end of that match was really high quality. She was striking the ball incredibly well, even though she lost the match. Uh, so I think that's a potential upset. <laughs> I have to admit, she did hit some really great shots <laughs> off <on> that <her> backhand. <laughs> um. So yeah, yeah I mean, still, she's the only player in
3: the top hundred that actually has a one hander.
0: She yeah, now the only yeah. player I think that was. Oh yeah, there's, no, a, no, uh, the there's another one.
3: player in the yeah. draw. Uh, Diane Perry. Yeah, she has one. Uh, she plays Joke in the first round. Yeah. Uh, but she's outside the top hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um Owen, uh Golubich and Rabakina for me is like a really good second round. Same with um, Collins yeah. and Rogers. Uh, yeah. All American.
1: Yeah, and I think the winner between uh Golubich and um Rybakina will play contivate in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I would I would I would get to say that too. I think Ribakna has more game in general, but yeah. um yeah, Golubic is yeah, can Same
3: play but, like uh,
1: physical and, and powerful. So
3: Martins will probably just hold seed. I would say.
1: Yeah, so it's a loss in the third round. Then
0: playing yeah. Arizona I th- who I think has made a final in the Australian Open before.
3: Uh, I'm not sure. No, she made no? Wimbledon and U.S. Open final in 2010. Yeah, exactly, and then peaked and got to number two.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and 12 years later, here she is. It's yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's, it's um, amazing. Yeah, it, w- it would be a great story if she could do well. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen much of her because she. She peaks before I was a I was a fan of tennis, but I, I think it's really cool to see like yeah. these, these old names trying to come back.
0: She was a uh, if you ever watch. Well, you can always go back and on YouTube, but like mm. uh, she's the classic hard-hating um, Russian. I would say. Okay. Yeah.
1: Right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So, um, do we all have Contevate making the quarters?
0: Yeah. Against I was I was yes. say I was just gonna pick Rybakina just for the sake of the seed, but I don't know. <laughs>
3: oh, Contevate okay.
5: against Rybakina in the fourth round. Yeah.
2: in a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: Yeah,
0: through the quarters. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think I have that as well. Um, so in, in this yeah. next section, um, even though um, we have Muguruza, who's uh, the third seed, I think the most interesting name to me in this section is simona halif um i mean mm-hmm. she's seated at 14th but um yeah we know she probably like on on form she's probably higher than that um so i'm i'm really curious to see what she can do here because it's it's a tough section i mean sloane stevens is here u.s open champion amirado khanu is here um world number three Muguruza is here um so i'm so i'm kind of curious to see if Halep and Muguruza will make it to the the fourth round clash yeah. and um because those two played in the Australian Open semis in 2020. And uh, Muguruza won in straights, but Halep had set points in the first and served for the second. Um, So I think those two could play another really close match. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. I I do have Halep getting through uh, to the fourth round. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
3: The other interesting match is Stephens and Raducanu.
4: Right. Um, Yeah.
3: Yeah, I just, uh, you know, based on Raducanu's uh, what we analyzed about her in the last podcast and what she's uh short sort of short on matches and also the the hype and everything around her Mm -hmm. um and stephen's probably just a little bit little bit more of a safe bet not by much but um i do have um stephen's coming through
1: yeah yeah i I do too but i do also want to acknowledge the possibility that radu kanu could get hot again and just start trashing her opponents again um i mean i think it's it's unlikely to happen because you know her form has left since she won that us open it's a different atmosphere now with the pressure and everything but i mean that game like there are no issues with her game um like she just hasn't played her best so i think if if she does start to play her best she could she could win this section i don't think it'll happen but it's a possibility
0: yeah i think Raducano is like the biggest question mark, weirdly, in this draw because mm-hmm. yeah. we see we saw what she was capable of, um, and to do that for like I think ten matches that's that's what we, was required of her to win the US Open. Um, it's it means that she has a ceiling that she can keep for a long time. Yeah, for sure. But,
3: I'd love to see yeah. like that best version tested yeah. against the best version of Stephens, like with her, yeah. With yeah. her defense and her fluidity yeah. around the court yeah that would I mean, be like
1: the, my dream like the the just, rallies can you imagine
3: like right away we get yeah. a match of the year type match that that yeah. <laughs> i mean that's like really hyping things up but but, like,
1: but still so, that that
3: good yeah
0: i think yeah. I, I think raducano could we could see a peaking raducano for like three rounds and then it would be a little bit rougher after that i don't know why it's just like, if you, like it's almost unfair that raducano would just peak for the slams like that and just thrash every opponent imagine she just kind of like wins the australian open without a set. i mean
1: <laughs> that would kind of be wild. kind of
0: difficult to imagine but she already did it so be, what be else like, what uh, can we
1: even do like i mean <laughs> be like valvranco on steroids without peeking at the majors exactly um, yeah. yeah i mean something crazy to me is that stevens and halif could play in the third round and um less than four years ago they were in a major final um against each other uh <laughs> and it's kind of crazy how fast um fast stuff can change yeah. even though a lot can happen in four years um and 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 i do think we will get that match between halip and stevens and then i think um then i think the winner of that will play muguruza um mm. who will probably win that match to make the quarters i think yeah i'm i will say that if halip makes it
0: into the the third the fourth round um i think she makes it past muguruza not that like not that I think Muguruza isn't isn't a great player. I just think that um, weirdly she plays well and then she doesn't, and then she has done more playing well than not playing well last year. But I think it can happen, and I think um, Halep is in in my own view. I think Halep is a bigger champion than Muguruza is. I feel like she's she's more cons- the more consistent of the two, and I think she has more of a. A capability of coming through top situations than Muguruza has, but I could I could very well be wrong. I would say that the the um, the margin is very very slim between those two.
1: Yeah, I I was actually about to change my mind and say Half would win that one, so I go against the top seeds a little bit more. (laughs) Um, I I do think that would be a really interesting match, though. And then the winner of that would have Contivate in the quarters, right? Or um, is this the fifth or the sixth section?
3: Yeah, The winner of this would have um,
1: Conte- would have Conte- and- yeah, 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 that would be that would be crazy. Um, if we had um, like Muguruza and contivate or Halif and contivate, I mean, winner of that could win the title, um,
3: yeah, right. Uh, for me, I'll just say yeah. if um, Halif and Muguruza play and they're both sort of at or near their best, but well, we saw that match play out in 2020 Australian Open, they had a really yeah. nice like semi final, yeah, when Muguruza coming through in like two really tight sets. Yeah. I just think of the two though, Halep is a more safer bet to get to the quarters. Hmm. Um, like just because her, you know, with her consistency and you can always just kind of rely on her outlasting opponents. Whereas with Muguru, so I feel like there's more peaks and valleys. Um, yeah. and, definitely.
1: I mean, that that's true. But at the same time, I think Halep has less firepower and that means mm-hmm. she's more susceptible to kind of being blown off the court. Like I remember last year, um, she played Serena in I think the fourth round or not, I think that was the quarters actually and um, I was expecting like a really tight match but Serena was playing incredibly well like hitting all her spots and she kind of just swept Halep aside um, yeah and so I think that's more likely to happen to Halep than Muguruza yeah. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I, I honestly don't know what's going to happen, but I do think like one of them, yeah. one of the two of them will make the quarters.
0: I I will say though that um, a peaking Serena Williams is a, a different beast. To, to
3: yes, tame, yes, but I, yeah, a, ab- <laughs> yes. absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, that's I, I, what like, I, would, I would I would say is like if Muguruza and Halep meet. Then I'm yeah. going with Magrutha, but I just think. Um, but you think Halif is a better chance okay, of getting so, there? Yeah, yeah, but I think I do, Halif is yeah. a better chance of
0: getting there. I do, I do want to see a Radukanu Halif match. I think would yes. be more oh interesting than than Stevens. Not that it's going to be bad, but I feel like I just, I just think that Radukanu needs to get back on her
1: feet quicker. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, I, play a couple good matches. I, I just want to see Radukanu play like former major champions. Like I want to see her play everyone. You know. Yeah, um, uh, v- Von who do you think um could take out Muguruza from the bottom section there?
3: So I would say Heather um, Watson. No, you know what? I look even before that? that. Um Elise Cornet in the second round.
0: Okay, is, interesting. Is
3: uh, is one that nobody wants to play, uh, Elise Cornet because yeah. she's she's got yeah. some big wins in her career early rounds of um majors and other tournaments too. Um the one that comes to my mind was when she beat Serena at Wimbledon. In twenty fourteen, mm. in the third round.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean she's but, also recently she took a set off Osaka from a breakdown uh mm-hmm. in Osaka's first matchback as so. well.
4: Mm.
3: Yeah. And uh yeah, I guess Corne. So, Cornet so, is so like, that would yes. that would be the one. I mean, if she gets through Cornet, then uh I like her chances in the third round. And then the fourth round is then would be against Halep. So Yeah. I would say if she if she if it is one round I'd predict her to lose would probably yeah. be hesitantly predict would be the second round yeah. okay yeah and since and, we're going chalk all the time i have to come up with you know some some well, kind of a you gotta do some mental
0: gymnastics yeah. to say so why coffee I mean, is going to beat everyone I, I, i'm just waiting right. for the
1: the bottom section because i'm going to predict that sabalinka loses early um that no. won't come as a surprise um <laughs> so we're lose to
0: fernandez again and uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so i think so it's like a
3: fourth Halepin
0: round and um yeah. okay. i mean i, I have jalapen and and i think cultivate makes it through Okay, I, I'll say Muguru and Contubate then. Okay,
3: yeah, I also have I have up uh, and Contivate
1: uh, with Andre. Okay, um, all right. So, section seven have um, you seventh seed, uh, Anastasia Pav- Pav- Pavlyuchenkova, tenth seed, and then uh, a lot of in there. Yeah, Kvitova is there. Yeah. So
0: S- still her final singles tournament of uh, her career.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'd, be, it'd be good to see a story here, i think yeah it would be cool if um she could make it through a couple of rounds um i, I think i'm i feel like i can say pretty safely that i think fiantic will make the fourth round at least i mean she's been consistently going pretty deep yeah. at these majors um right. i think the i think australia suits her game pretty well i mean last year she lost to halif but for a set she was kind of dominating um it really looks like the better player yeah. and since then i think she's improved. So on hard. Yeah. So I feel like um I feel like she'll make it out. I, I think she'll make the quarters yeah. actually. Yeah. Like I, I don't really see anyone in the section
3: getting really Interesting, hot and I, her. I just have one name though. Um yeah. that's uh Dario Kazakina in the third round. Yeah, yeah, that that, yeah, that, that could see be true. His, yeah. you know, back to back semis this week and they played once, but it was on grass and Dario kazakina won the last two sets, six left, six, six one. Um, okay. When was this? It was a warm-up, it was in Eastbourne, I think, before Wimbledon. Okay, but, this um, year, yeah, uh, twenty twenty one Wimbledon.
4: Okay. Oh, before right. that,
3: like, but 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 I do think she gets to the fourth round. at least. Yeah, it's it's yeah, not an easy. she gets to the fourth round. Yeah. I, I I like her chances because yeah. Kavita, you know, I don't see doing much damage in this tournament. Yeah, and then, um, Pavs. I think if she does get to the fourth round, I would pick take over her.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I think so
3: seven. too. Yeah. So, I
4: think, yeah, I think I
0: think uh, could lose to. To stay in stay the first out. round, yeah. To be fair. Yeah, I
1: think so too. That's that's not a first rounder you want. Uh, cersei has yeah. got a really well rounded game, but I also think kvitova, kvitova could win this section. Um, I mean, I think she's probably the one who Fionta could want to play the least, even though Pavlyuchenko is mm-hmm. ranked higher. And kvitova was a finalist here three years ago, it's a set away from the title. So,
3: right, yeah. Um, this, this the one story here that's kind of interesting is Samantha stoser twenty eleven U.S. Open champion. Like this is her last tournament. Uh, she's announced in singles yeah so she would be retiring yeah i mean
0: she'll get huge crowd support presumably exactly i think she could she has a chance of like making it to the third round honestly like yeah, if definitely. if everything falls into place she could even make it into the fourth like suppose uh um
3: yeah definitely. kristia no, makes it,
0: it into her into into the third round and then stozer could beat probably
3: yeah, I want to see her and pavs um yeah. in the second round. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't the, think that's gonna happen, sure. but I think it'd be a really good story if it did.
3: Oh, you think she's gonna lose um early? Like for I think some... she's
0: gonna I think she's gonna lose two Pav, pavs in the th- oh pavs seven, in the yeah.
3: pavs in the second round. Yeah, that's yeah. what I have as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so I would I would say Shionta gets out of her quarter, like makes
1: it yeah. quarters. Yeah, me too. I, I almost think it's kind of irrelevant who she plays. Like I think if well, hmm. I mean, in the fourth round, like I think if it's if it's Kvitova, like and Kvitova is in good form, I think that could be an amazing match. But I feel like that's that's a big if. I don't think Kvitova yeah. has been at her best recently. Um, so yeah, I think I think Sriyantik is a solid pick to make the quarters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I guess I I will agree with that too.
3: Yeah, the bottom section is wide open because, um, yeah. are really struggling right now with her serves. Yeah, the
1: the match i want to see here is um a rematch of kerber and fernandez which i think was probably the most underrated match of the us open i think point for point it might might have been better than ones that got more attention like uh alcaraz titi um because it was was really physical tennis great rallies um really tight first two sets and then fernandez just outlasted kerber in the third set which is incredibly tough to do um so yeah i mean i'd love to see that um and i I think it can happen too because fernandez and she got blown out by uh recently but there's no shame in that and she won't play a player that good before she plays kerber um Mm -hmm. so i think it's definitely possible but kerber has a really tough first rounder and canopy um pretty much much the worst one she could have gotten um so so that'll be interesting yeah
0: or, you know, who's not struggling with her serve? Marino, who hit 24 aces to three double faults in her last round in the qualifying. It is was is Marino difficult.
1: Canadian, Andre? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, 24 aces is incredible. Yeah. yeah. I will say, though, that I think she
0: worked on her serve during the offseason because her second serve is ridiculous right now. He's it's, it's got a massive kick, which he wasn't really doing last year. And now he it really does. So it's cool. I mean, if she if she were to meet Kerber in the second round, uh, which is a possibility, I think Bluecova yeah. is a tough first round for a qualifier ranked outside of the top 100. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's it, it could be a cool match, so you never know. But yeah, I'm definitely rooting for Fernandez uh, Kerber third round i think it would be fantastic to see a rematch of that i think i wonder how kerber would approach this match too after the loss in the us open mm-hmm.
3: right yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean I'm, um, I'm really i just think... hoping kerber can Kerber and uh, fernandez can meet in the third round yeah man yes. that that
1: would be that'd thing. be one i would absolutely wake up for i think mm-hmm. and Sevalenka's section is interesting because i mean if she's playing well it's hard to see her not making the fourth round but with with the trouble on serves she's having, feels like she could lose to absolutely anyone. I mean, I think what what was it? Thirty nine double faults across two matches. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, with with numbers like that, you can't get a, fr- yeah. a guaranteed win against anyone. So I think her first round will be incredibly telling. Like either mm-hmm. she'll have worked it out, or it'll continue, and every match is kind of going to be like walking a tightrope. And I really don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, she's the world number two. It's a fantastic yeah. player. Maybe she has worked it out, but it's tough to say.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah it's tough to say there's also ann lee in that section who is yeah. uh, playing really well
1: yeah uh, yeah, yeah I, I think if Savalanka is still having the Ypson on serve i feel like she'd probably make it through the first round but then and and lee would take her out in the second
0: yeah i'm wondering like what is it going to be where is it going to be played as well i'm assuming it's going to be um either rod laver or the the second biggest arena in melbourne which i think is john Kane now um that they called it but it could be it could be huge support if I can see the, the the flag right. It's uh it's an Australian, so it could be interesting for support. Mm-hmm. Um you, wondering like if, if the crowd would get into Sabalinka's head in that match. But and with a double fault, I think the the Australian might think, Hey, it might be my chance. <laughs> so my, my home slam. So
3: You know what I got? I got uh Merino getting to the third round now.
0: You do crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Crazy. I'm gonna pick some I gotta pick something, you know. And the yeah. qualifiers, you know, they're they're confident they're playing really well. Yeah. I watched Marino play last year in Toronto when she beat uh Bedosa. Yeah. I
0: was uh, in Montreal, but or
3: Montreal, yeah. yeah. I always get them mixed up. It's but, fine. But uh but yeah, that would be cool to see like an all Canadian clash. So I'll go for that. That'll and then awesome. I'll have Fernandez yeah. in the fourth round. And then honestly, I feel like she could get to the quarters because that Sabalanco section is wide open. I'm gonna say yeah. Samsonova gets out of that she's another player mm. she's a player who's uh, yeah. a bit underrated but she had a really good fed cup she won like all of her matches um and like she she uh, carried uh, russia to the
4: victory
0: yeah, yeah. Um, she played brilliantly in doubles too which also means that she has a really good she uh, has really good skills at the net so it could be interesting yeah. Yeah, I, I think
1: I think Fernandez is going to be the quarterfinalist here. Like, I think yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Kerber has better odds of going out early. Um, and I think if they do play, like it was it was a close match, but in the end, Fernandez beat her pretty decisively at the U.S. Open, decisively enough that I don't feel comfortable like changing um changing my pick from that result. And then mm-hmm. in the bottom section, I feel like it'll either be Lee or von Drozova coming out. I think oh, both of them will lose to Fernandez.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say it'd be either Lee or Samsonova, who I just, uh, even yeah. though Bandruzova is seated uh, 31st, I feel like yeah. that's a tough round. Th- that's a tough second round.
4: Yeah. Uh,
0: I think I will um, say, I think I I'll say Samsonova and Fernandez up into the fourth, and I, I would say Fernandez makes it into the quarters. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I have Svantek and Fernandez, and then I have. Um,
0: Shvientech getting through that. Man, I definitely would I, like to see a rematch of the f- between Fernandez and Shviantech. I think yeah. Fernandez really would love to
1: get another shot at Sviantec <laughs> very soon. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's unlikely that she would lose um comfortably again. I mean yeah. or that I, I would, comfortably I, I again. Yeah, really, I, think,
3: I could see a really close match actually between yeah. them
1: if they yeah. play. Like like, like could very well win in straights again, but like different different court, uh different atmosphere. Um I think different game plan probably yeah. for uh, Fernandez. So yeah, I think that'd be really interesting. Um, so do we want to work our way from the bottom up in terms of uh, predicting the quarterfinal results? Then,
0: yeah, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so I think um, I I think Fiontech would probably beat Fernandez. Still make her first uh, major semifinal uh, away from clay. Um, I think that'd be a great way for her to start the year as well. Um, really establishing that she's a well-rounded player
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna pick fernandez like part because of heart part because of head but i would say 70 percent heart that i want to see fernandez making another deep run in a major again and i think she will have worked out a few more tactics and how to play against fiontech after being blown out uh in like a couple weeks ago so um i'll i'll say um fernandez in a classic three set battle that's gonna you know Electrified the 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 Rod
1: Laverine again. So yeah, I mean, sign me up for that. Sounds <laughs> amazing, music.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: and then yeah, so then we have Contivate beating Halop.
0: Who did you pick, Funch For uh, oh, you picked Fiantek as well for for sins. Yeah,
3: Fiantek for sins. Yeah. Uh,
0: hmm. Then okay. I'm deciding
3: between Contivate and Halop. And I'm gonna different... say
1: Contivate again for this one.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna say Contivate as well.
1: I think I think Muguruza uh, beats Contivate. She had good success against her yeah. at the end of the year last year, um, yeah. and she's she's done very well at the Australian Open in the past, So I think she'll play up to her seating, make the semis. Yeah,
3: amazing. Yeah, I I would also agree with that if I had Muguruza in the quarters, yeah. but I, yeah. I went with Halep. So I I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think
1: I think Halep uh, Contivate could be a really interesting match. It'd be classic offense defense, um, but that'd be really fun to watch as well. Yeah. Mm. So then I have
3: Contivate. Chiantic.
4: and actually they
3: actually they played each other twice in the majors last year once at Roland Garros and once at the U.S. Open in the fourth round the fourth round match at the U.S. Open or the third round match it was a third round yeah against uh, it was a third round both places actually in the Roland Garros and the U.S. Open Chiantic won them both
1: okay i was gonna i was gonna uh, say somehow i don't remember either of those um, yeah
0: i was gonna say too like right.
1: thank thank you much for being here because yeah, otherwise like, we would just <laughs> no, <laughs> in, well, looking them up now so that that one at um oh okay so i do remember the one at roland garros it was a it was an amazing first set it was really tight and Contavate was playing great tennis yeah but swiantex yeah, yeah. snuck it out anyway and then dominated the second set i think that right. was after that match i was so confident she would win the title um
3: and the then the US Open Open opened six
1: three yeah. in the third. Yeah.
3: That was uh that was a very high level match. Yeah, yeah. man,
1: it looks like uh looks like Shriantuk was all over Contabate's serve. She was six for twenty on break points, um one fifty-seven return points. Um uh but only served at 49%. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting I, caught up in I the guess stats. It would just, um,
3: I guess it would just suggest that contivate is getting closer to um Shriantuk in this matchup.
1: Yeah, so, and that hard is a more favorable surface for her. Yeah.
3: yeah, and then with the you know with uh, the wins already against Fernandez and uh, with Contivate's red hot farm I could honestly see Contivate in the final. So I do have. Yeah. And then I, the thing is that that I do remember they played once, uh Schiavone and Contivate in the fourth round in 2020. So it was a while back, but it,
1: your memory um, is something else, man.
3: With Contivate yeah. winning it, six seven seven five seven five.
1: Are you writing and, a book yet, Mosh? <laughs>
3: No, but it's in. It, I do plan on writing a book on tennis at some point after my career is over, whatever it's like. <laughs> well, you,
1: you send us a note when it's ready, so we can be the first yeah. ones to buy it. Um, yeah. I, I agree with you guys. It was that the first would be Shvianek um, if they play. I think with Muguruza and Shvianek, I, th- I think I would still go for Muguruza. I um, mm. feel like she's mm. got more experience, um, yeah. more experience going deep at um, the Australian Open. So yeah, and that'll that'll be her second Australian Open final in the last three years, and the one she didn't make would be a loss for a match points up against the eventual champion Naomi yeah. Osaka. So not too bad. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but um, yeah. I but yeah, I think her I think that number three seeding is gonna um she's gonna more than live up to that. I'll say I'll I'll say Contavate because if and
0: um, Fernandez into the semis, I think Contavate makes it into the final just by virtue. I think. Um Conte VIII's game, it's a little bit more complete than uh Fernandez at this stage of their careers. Mm-hmm. Um and despite having lost a brilliant, brutal match against Kritikova, it was not a match that you that you you know it was it's five hundred, it was not like a grand Slam final, it's not a match that you like you lose the leap for. Like you probably just think about it like, man, I could have won this match. But then like two days I later, I think she'll shrug like, it oh, off yeah, cool. Yeah, quickly. you can shrug it. It was like I didn't lose this match. It's like I yeah. She won it like fair and square, and she played incredible tennis as well. So, I think she's going to be very much ready and hungry to make it into the finals, and I think that's what's going to happen.
3: Yeah, and then the next uh, top half, I, I had um, Barty and Badossa,
0: Barty Badosa, the semis.
3: Yeah, and now this is the stage where we've seen Barty um struggle a little bit. with uh, expectations because in 2020 she had that loss to Kennan, which was sort of a a weird finish in both sets because she was ahead both and she probably could have um, closed those out and then she had the experience last year of uh, losing from a setup against Makova
0: Yep, right
3: so now hopefully she'll be able to deal with those expectations better and just sort of perform at her her, at her very highest level
1: yeah it it does seem like she's ready um Mm -hmm. you know like she. Achieved her childhood dream of winning Wimbledon. So that was resisting a ton of pressure. Um, And the way she won that match as well with Pliskova coming back at her after Barty served for the match, had to save break point in the last game. Um, So yeah, I do feel like Barty is ready to face this, this pressure as well. So I think she'll, she'll beat soccer in the quarters. And then I think she'll beat Krayjikova in the semis as well. Um, So yeah. And then, yeah. And then in the final, I see Barty beating, um, my god uh i think no, it was no i think i said um my god how am i forgetting this uh moguruza geez um yeah yeah that that would be a really interesting match um Mugurutha, yeah i think i we'll watched that yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you think um 1 Muguruza, and
3: 3 moguruza does not like the slice so that that is right yeah uh, yeah, yeah that's true
1: um, wasn't there a twitter thread about this it was kind of yeah
3: it right, was that savage <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, um yeah. yeah, I mean I feel like Barty would be a favorite, but the I mean all the pressure would be on her. Um hmm. so so that would be interesting to see as well. Yeah. Uh, although again, like I do feel like she's ready. I think the, the Wimbledon final last year, she won like the first 14 points or something crazy like that. Um like the nerves didn't affect her at all in the beginning. So yeah, I, I feel like there I would have to lean Barty as well.
0: Yeah. I am going to say Barty beats Kritikova in, a, in the semifinals I think is going to be a somewhat straightforward two-setter like something like a along the lines of I'm calling the scores but you don't have to like I would say like a 7-6-6-4 six, six, along like this this type of score line and Kontaveit in the final is she's she's been so you know so good in the past I feel like it's going to be a very very difficult match I would say Vardy wins in the final again but um I don't think it's going to be an easy one Mm
4: -hmm.
0: just because I, as I think, as you said, as you put it, Owen, she's, she's more confident right now. She's, she's ready. She's done super well at Wimbledon. She's well, she has been number one before at the Australian Open, but this time it just feels like a more established number one, if you will, like yeah, a more dominant
1: number one.
4: Oh yeah,
1: so, yeah um, there you v- go. Vance you better pick someone different than us. Yeah,
3: there's been a lot of sameness. So you guys you guys both have Barty. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah So my two semifinals were um Bardi versus Bedosa and take against Contavate. take Contavate, I picked Conto only to get to the final. Now Barty Bedosa is kind of interesting because they met twice on clay and they split both of them last year in Charleston and then uh they uh, Barney got her back in Madrid, but those were on clay, very different. Um, this time, though, you know what Bedosha? Her form is like really tempting me. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I-, uh, I-, I thought you might say that. And,
3: yeah. <laughs> and with the way that she's playing right now, and the um, confidence she has, like just you know, not only Indian Wells but also WTA Finals. I mean, she lost to Muguruza in the semis, but and then also winning this tournament this week. I feel like her game is really getting there. Like to the next level. Mm-hmm. And if she can keep on hitting heavy and keep varying up her paces, uh, and really target the party's backhand. Um, and like come forward whenever she can, it's gonna be really tricky because is gonna try to find her weaknesses and use the slice, maneuver her around the court. She's gonna be able to pick her apart in ways previous mm-hmm. opponents couldn't. So party, so Badosas is gonna have to rely on her all around power and serve and yeah. It's gonna be it, it's gonna be really fascinating, and then but Barty has all the pressure, and Bedosa yeah. is sort of riding free at that point, but she's still super competitive. Yeah. I, just, I have to be different. I have to be different, <laughs> and you know what? Bedosa is really all right. is so i right. I'm gonna go with Bedosa contending in the final. Okay, I, I was you gonna
1: mean. say, just in tennis terms, like it's gonna be so hard for anyone to beat Barty with that package of the serve and the slice and the forehand. Yeah, like I think
3: yeah. I think
1: someone is gonna need like a big hiccup from Barty to beat her, unless Pico Sako shows up.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or, or I'll say this: that maybe Sakurai drags her to the trenches.
1: Yeah. And... Yeah. Because sakuri is one of the only ones who could maybe match her in terms of like surf botting, um, and like mm-hmm. taking care of her service games. surf botting is not the right word, but in terms of like serving really well.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, wait, who, who's of... your winner, Vansh?
3: So I, I do have Bedosa over wait, I have Bedosa Bedosa winning wow. her
0: first Grand Slam. Yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I th- I think that that would be a great result as well. Like she's. I mean, if honestly, it already feels like she's ready to make that jump. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- I think mentally she's there. Um, in that first big final, she played in Indian Wells, so poised. It was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Navigated the dip of losing the second set really, really yeah. well. Um, didn't panic when Azarenka served at five four thirty love. So, yeah, I could, I could see yeah. it for sure. I think, I think it could be
0: interesting though because it, it always feels like a Grand Slam is different um not just yeah. because of the format and things like that but it it always feels like man it, this is like one of the most prestigious tournaments in the world like Indian Wells is she has the benefit of like having played what most players consider the fifth grand slam so that's really good but i don't know i feel like after winning Indian Wells w- with no expectations coming here having a lot more expectations like if she were to meet uh contavate in the final who is the real favorite in this matchup really like we have Contavate who's won like 26 out of like 30 matches that she's played, and then you have Podolsa, who won Indian Wells and pretty much cracked in the top 10 and just stay there for yeah. And, it's, and it's who just won team. a
1: tournament as well? Yeah, exactly. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, it feels like honestly every match not involving Barde, like the ones in the bottom section that we were just projecting, like don't have favorites. Like they're yeah. they're so hard to pick. I mean, I think like think Contevet would be the favorite against a lot of a lot of top players, but. Mm-hmm. I could still see her losing because, um, yeah, because it's Barty, (laughs) (laughs) Right. And also, um, yeah, I mean, and I, I could also see her losing to, uh, Muguruza if they played, um, Mm -hmm. I think she would be the, the underdog in that one, but yeah, I mean, she might be, I think she's seated sixth, right? Um, it feels like she could only play like maybe three players where she wouldn't be the favorite. Like, I feel like against anyone except, um, Muguruza, Barty, and Osaka, she would be the favorite. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's I I can't wait for this. I think it's going to be a great tournament.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just a reminder for listeners that we are we are finishing with just the WTA draw. We're not doing the men's draw because uh, Djokovic's Djokovic's
1: hearing is going on right now. Is it still going on as we speak?
0: Oh my goodness! (laughs) Yep. I feel like if they were cut out like the language by something that normal people could understand, this meeting would take like thirty minutes.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, I, I real, I genuinely wanted to watch it. I just couldn't I can't, understand I could not, not understand.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you do understand, like this, uh, please let us know in the comments, like uh, on Twitter, and like reply to us. Like, oh yeah, this is what they're trying to say, or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. And by the Wait, by the time this. On- Twitter
3: thread by Karen Sweeney to a whole. Yes, I'm I'm following that as well. Nice.
1: Yeah, I mean these these Australian reporters like are not sleeping.
3: Like they're it's like every
1: time something happens, an article is immediately off within like five minutes. Um, breaking it down, it's amazing. I I aspire to be like these people.
0: I wish I was like running um an energy drink company right now because they
1: must be buying all of those. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, as you listen to this episode, this trial is. Hopefully, probably over, but um yeah, we will probably come back on uh, Monday or something to discuss the man's draw. um There might be some matches will be which will be over at that point, but we'll we'll work with what we've got. There's still two weeks of tournament ahead of us, and hope you're excited as we are about the tennis, um other things it's up to you, whether you like it or not, but we're excited about the tennis, and we think that just for the open is going to be amazing,
1: yes um looking forward to not sleeping it's the the only two weeks all year well where i'll say that yeah
0: as i as i said i am most likely not going to be sleeping at least for the first week and if things go as i predicted for fernandez reaching the semis count me in for two weeks of not sleeping
1: i mean (laughs) regular hours you're lucky that this is your job though because you can sleep during the day like ponce and i have to go to school (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) that is definitely true so Hoping that you guys get to a tennis journalism. I think once uh, well, I don't necessarily know like what you want. No, what? Oh my goodness! Like my English is completely breaking up. This is the the result of not sleeping already. So, um, yeah. If you guys go into the tennis world, let's meet in a tournament and have fun. And, and oh, and by the time that you're 21, let's have a
1: beer. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, um, hopefully we'll all find ourselves in Melbourne
3: uh, in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely can't wait for those Australian open to start, even though I know my life will be an absolute mess the next two weeks. Yeah. Kind of med school yeah. and yeah. job I got on campus along with the all yeah. the tennis, but it's all worth it because yeah. sleep is we fun can always
0: day. count on uh highlights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um
1: I don't know about you guys, but this is my favorite tournament of the year. And um yeah. Rod Laver Arena is also my favorite court on tour. Like yesterday I was on Twitter um and I like retweeted a photo of it and I was like best court on tour and someone responded with a photo of the monte carlo court um and i was like no rod laver arena is bluer than the water uh in the background (laughs) um which is which is kind of true um so yeah i'm i'm so excited
0: yeah rod laver and the australian open for me just beat uh wimbledon but Mm. it's not by much but yeah in any case um thanks again for the talk and uh for the hard work on the draws and picking different players to win and not trying to display the seeds, which is weird, right? Like, we haven't done this, like, in a while. Like, for the WTA, it has been, like, man, every single player could win this tournament. And now, like, yeah, Buddy's probably going to win this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, e- even if not Barty, it feels like... Th- this feels more hierarchical than normal. I don't know if yeah. I pronounced that it right, really but it feels, definitely... like fr- it feels like we're picking from a handful this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
3: you could really see, like, towards the end of the season, especially WTA finals and stuff, like, the players in the bottom part of the top 10 like they're really coming into their own now so that makes mm. it really interesting
0: Nice yeah. cool that's cool too
3: yeah Look yeah. at least put the depth in tears you know yeah so that, that makes <laughs> it
1: yeah i mean and like it's it, like as always it's nice to have the contrast from the atp where we're picking from three guys to win um yeah like Either yeah, I mean three guys. Oh, and whether or not Djokovic plays, because like if he plays, then him Medvedev or the other guy. And if he doesn't play, it's Medvedev, the other guy, and Nadal maybe. Um. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's it's just nice to have both things going on. um
0: Yeah, I'm excited for the ATP preview too because I can I can't wait to <clears throat> look at Nadal's draw and. Pick him to lose in the (laughs) quarterfinals.
3: Right. So who's Um, biting his nails right now is Mir Mirkechmanovich? He hasn't been (laughs) in the first
1: round. It's I mean, this is gonna like this is a massive money swing for him, potentially. Like Like, lucky loser,
0: Novak Djokovic. (laughs) Right.
1: I mean, yeah, because like if, if the number one if you beat the number one spot, you get the number one draw. Like that's it's potentially a great thing for him. Um yeah. So um, but yeah, I mean, my laptop is gonna die soon. Um yeah. so I should I should end this and send it off to you. Um
0: exactly. And so is it. my voice going to die. So yeah. thanks for it. <clears throat> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry, <laughs> listeners.
1: We can we can probably cut out just the last five minutes of this.
0: I might. I might. But any yeah. in any case. <laughs> listeners, thanks for listening. That's your job. Um leave us a review on <laughs> the cast <laughs> on Apple Apple Podcasts and <laughs> see you later. <laughs> bye, yeah, bye bye. <laughs>